Speed test coming up a mountain. More human than human. I think I think if I had to take three bands to a desert island. Oh god, here we go. Hello! Welcome back, not so southern gentlemen. Yeah. We missed last week. <laughs> yes, but you uh, you were out of town. I was and, in Florida. That is correct. Yeah, and which I, I will talk on, about. And I was on night shift, so yeah, which you we, might as well have been out of town because you're in a. Oh, different... dude, I, I was not to mention the night before I transitioned to night shift, which is you know I have to stay up all night to force myself to be on a daytime sleep schedule. I came down with the absolute worst cold I've had in probably four or five years. I mean, I left work early the next morning in a cold sweat is how bad it but but we're here. Please, what what'd you do in Florida? Like do you do anything good? Well before Besides- we get started on the story, let's make sure to remind everybody after the episode we will have Game of Thrones spoiler talk because we're covering two episodes. Maybe yes. not a lot of last week's, but quite a bit of this week. So just prepare yourself. Yes. Sink into wherever you're sitting and just enjoy the fury that is to come. It- um, yes, I-, I went to Florida. It was on work, so it was it was you know a convention thing. But of course, it's. In Florida, you know, the weather right. was great. The We stayed at a hotel, the Westin, Cape Coral Westin in Florida, and it was the best hotel experience I have ever had. I don't know, well, I guess I do know the guy. I mean, they introduced the guy that ran the place, but I, I've never seen better service. Like, every really? employee smiling, hey, how are you? What can I do for you? Is there anything I can do for you? Can I help you anywhere? Can I point you anywhere? Where do you need? What do you need? That's I'm awesome. good. All right, awesome. Let us know if you need anything else. Awesome. <laughs> so, because you were in Florida, did big convention ate very well. Uh, there was a. Re- I want to specifically mention there was a restaurant called Rum Runners that was out there. The moment we stepped off the water taxi, they had Rum Runner drinks ready for everybody. Uh, as soon as you walked through the door, they were like, "Do you need another?" As soon as you sat yes. down, they're like, do you need another? Do you need water? Do you need another drink? Do you need the foods right over here? Buffet line starts here. And it was great. I had the best prime rib I've ever okay. had. Nice. <laughs> I've, I tried um, caviar for the first time. Not Ooh. not bad. Really? And, yeah. You'll eat, you'll eat anything, dude. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. Let's not go that far. <laughs> I will not eat Anything. Like, I'm not going to do the way the way you're supposed to eat crawdads. Not doing that. Give me the tail. I'm done. I ain't doing oh, okay. that. No, sir. Yeah. Not for me. The hotel was great. The The amenities were great. The restaurant, We uh, I went and seen Avengers Endgame that night, Thursday night, the first night we were there, which I guess I could talk we'll my discuss. Florida. I could talk my Florida man story right now. So, uh, I'm a fan of Uber. We used Uber in New York. and um, Right. Had great experiences both times. The first uh, driving out there because the nearest movie theater was like 14 miles from where we were staying, and so I Ubered. And it was a uh, a very nice nice guy named James. He, he had tattoos and earplugs, but his car was immaculate. 
Uh, he was he was great and personable, talking the whole time about you know what are you doing and the, you know just a really great great person. And I looked up on his um, Uber profile and he had high remarks. Um, you know, always right. always great. U- Uber's been really great for me too. Well, I've always had a good experience. Let's yeah? let's talk about on the way back after in game. Oh, yes, after in game. Um, so like mid what what time of about the about twelve thirty I oh well <laughs> so I got to the movie theater I, I dropped off at you know eight thirty and I'm like all right I need a ticket to your uh, earliest show and they're like great ten o'clock I was like oh <laughs> like yeah everything's sold out until ten o'clock it's like oh it's eight thirty okay uh shit okay yeah go ahead <laughs> just give it to me I'll, I'll deal. Because they had a big, uh, big lobby and they had uh, arcade in there and you know everything. So I walk in and I hand the guy my ticket and he's like, "Great, stand in that line over there." I was like, "Okay." So I go and stand in line. And about nine o'clock, the line starts moving. I'm like, oh, "Okay, I guess they're going to fill up theaters as they, you know, I don't, I don't know how they're doing it." But anyway, the line goes straight to a theater, set down, and about nine thirty. I start watching Avengers Endgame. I'm like, I think this was the 9 o'clock show. But nobody's taking my seat, so yeah, must job. be okay. <laughs> they told me to line up here. So once that got out, it was like, oh, 12, 30, 12, 45, something like that. Call for my Uber. And here's here's the my first mistake. So I've always used the first level of Uber. The, the run of the mill, yeah. the car you get, the car you get. Now, every car I've seen... Is very nice, very clean. Yeah, the car that pulls yeah. up after no, I can't go there yet. So I have Uber and I go pick me up here, and Uber the app immediately goes, Poof! "We'll pick you up here." And I'm like, "No, that's like a mile from where the thing is." <laughs> and I, I go to the yeah, app and I go, "Drop pin here at 12:30 at night in a city in in the dark in a strip mall." Yeah, no. Drop the pin here. I'm like, okay, update. Whoop, mile over. I'm like, this is interesting. <laughs> so, of course, I call the driver. I'm like, look, this thing is not letting me select. I am right here. He's like, oh, great. That, that That's a shorter trip. I'll be there in, in about 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, I see the car turn and turns in. Well, the car I see is what's described in the app, but it's... <sighs> very dirty on the outside mm-hmm. it has doesn't have the nice uber led lit sign in the front it has three packing tape sticker printed out uber on three different windows of this car nice and nice. a nicely very unkempt guy driving and i'm like oh nice. great let's strap into this you're about to get kidnapped. I am meeting Florida man. Oh, you're 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 swimming in the right water, sir. Because let me tell you, as soon as we go to the get out of the mall parking lot, the guy doesn't take the natural exit. He goes out a back exit that enters onto a dirt road with no street lights, and he's going the wrong way. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm wow. I'm. 
you know, if I die right now, I mean, I've lived a, fulfill, a fulfilled life. I, I, okay. You've seen Endgame. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so, you know, about a minute of that, and that actually comes out on a service road that goes back over to the road where he could have turned, you know, uh, half a mile back on. So he yeah. gets out on that road. He's negotiating corners and turns probably about as well as my son, who's never driven, did. He nice. is looking for cops left and right. He is states to me that uh, he's had his license taken away a couple of times, but he's okay because he's probably got a master's degree in driver's ed now. So obviously not. Yeah, this was yeah that that was if if anybody from Uber is listening, no, <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, uh, first guy, the guy over. $5 tip recommended that guy. Yeah. I reported his ass and did not feel sorry about it. Cause he scared the shite out of me. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm glad you made it home safe. <laughs> Whoo. Yeah, that was fun, but enough of that. I, I ate great. I had a great time. Uh, got back Saturday, uh, uh, stopped by while I was in little rock. My flights were, my flights were good. I love flying. If, 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 you know, people fly, people don't fly, whatever. I love the feeling of flying. Oh, yeah. I enjoy it. I don't get to do it that often, though. So, get back to Little Rock. I invite my friend Brad. You know Brad to go eat. Yes. We, we go to uh, Cheddar's, uh, have a nice meal, talk about some things, talk about a meetup next weekend where I will have a local hall that I am excited for uh, that is freshly off the press. And Nice. Got back home, so here we are. We're ready to go. That is John? awesome, man. That's awesome. All right, well, let's let's jump into this mess that we have for an episode. Oh, so many amazing things. I'm so excited. But coming up this weekend is Free Comic Book Day, and I think I'm going to take Jax to his first Free Comic Book Day. Nice. I, I think if I tell him, you know, we don't touch... He, he, he's where he listens. He'll listen, especially if there's a big crowd. He gets, you know, he'll pay a little more attention in a large crowd. And uh, I think he might let him go and pick his first free comic books off the off the rack at Kapow and uh, let, let him experience that for the first time. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's right next to the arcade I wanted to take Logan and Hudson to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right next to the arcade. Yep. But did you see this thing? And, and, they they uh, this article was off cbr.com they were talking about the disney plus uh shows that we're going to get you know uh falcon and uh winter soldier uh that they were calling it wandavision uh the untitled you know scarlet witch and vision uh series that we're going to get these will be probably half the length of a netflix series well, not not exactly half, but yeah, I I had known this because they announced um, the Mandalorian is of course eight episodes, right? And uh, this this is a very smart move because a lot of complaints about Netflix stuff was it was too bloated, like they were yep. meeting a ten or thirteen episode model, um, and a lot of it was was fluff. They had some filler, and they could yeah. have cut cut some fat. So uh, Disney owned by pretty smart people i think they i think they took some notes i think this is a smart move not to mention you 
you're getting a list actors for for six to eight episodes. That that's that's a movie, you know. You're you're getting, and depending on if they're they're hour long episodes, then you could be looking at getting you know two to three movies worth of a list actors. I have absolutely no problem with this whatsoever, and I, I agree with you. I think it'll it'll allow them to to cut the fluff and to tell a good, succinct story that I'm just so excited for. Beyond excited for Disney Plus, I I hope there's a way I can be like pre-order so that the day it comes out, I get everything. You know, oh, it'll just be exciting. Mm, November 12th? November 12th. I believe that's the date that uh, I had read, and I hope they stick to it. Nice. So, I saw this trailer. Yeah. I did not hear it because I was... I I, I, I was in a... I, I, I didn't have the sound on, but yeah. I, I didn't need the sound on. So, the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer dropped today, and... Uh, hello, bottom of the barrel. My God. <laughs> Though I do have to admit, they had a shot of Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik with the big, with the huge mustache, and it made me chuckle. So I, <laughs> it, it's funny. It it is funny, but this is this is the point that is too much, right? Is this the too much point? Or have we reached there? I. I don't, I don't but, know. But I don't know. Here, here, I don't know. Here's what we discussed at work. And, and you actually have, you are, are the perfect person to ask because you and I are around the same age. You have a teenager and you have a, uh, you know, not a, not a toddler anymore. You have a five uh, going on six. Yeah. Five going on six. Sonic is us. Does, does Logan even have. I know being raised in your household, he probably has experience on this. But if it wasn't for you, does does anybody, a teenager or younger, have a clue who Sonic is? Have a clue to all this? Like, well, so no. so teens, no. teens. Um, I think Sonic has always been around. I mean, you know, back. You know, it wasn't that long ago that Sonic was started showing up in Nintendo games. Um, I don't... I mean, people are aware of what Sonic is, and Sega's just trying to build on, you know, their their best-known character. I mean, they they deserve to take a shot at it. It's fine. You know, there's a lot of people who love Sonic. And, of course, I, I, I did see the announcement for this on Reddit back whenever they had that first image. My God! <laughs> That was a, that was a poop show. Welcome to the poop show. But um, the trailer, like I said, I didn't listen to any sound oh, in I motion. Did. It it looked like it looked it looked like you know Detective Pikachu. I mean it's it's yeah whatever. I mean it's not for me. I get it. Uh, right. I I don't know that I ever wanted a Sonic movie. So yeah. You know, just like I, didn't I, I don't, I don't it. want a Pac-Man movie. I mean, I just don't. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I just went when I seen that trailer today. I was like, really, this is it. This is where we've we've reached that point of oversaturation. We, now, we've. It's just, 
I don't I don't know. And, and like you said, it's not for me. It, it's not for me. But I have to chime in on it. You know, so- Sonic was a huge thing when when I was growing up. I remember getting uh renting a genesis and playing sonic you know trying to beat it while you know oh, you have... i i was the genesis guy so oh, I, I had i had this day one and then you are the only person i've ever known who had the game gear <laughs> so yeah i was playing sonic on yours yes yes and, and which was awesome i just uh I, I just hope this isn't this isn't you know, reaching. They're they're like. Well, I mean, look at it what's like the this. Next property we can try to revive. What's yeah, the next but I mean, wouldn't property? you what's like to property? see? It wouldn't isn't about the same time. Wouldn't you like to see like a Bionic Commando movie? Wouldn't that be awesome today? If they went and go, oh, let's do a really awesome with a great writer and great director Bionic Commando movie. I would flip my script. What what would you think about if they redid and actually took it serious for a Super Mario movie? Well, I don't know what you mean by serious. In well, that, you know in what I context. mean, like, <laughs> but I mean, not uh, a live action. I don't, I don't know that that ever needed to be live action at all. I mean, I like Lion King live action, quote unquote, maybe you know, but I, I don't think it it plays to that format. But now, like a Blaster Master movie, yeah, I'd do that Double all day trade. long. A Castlevania animated series. Oh wait. Wait, you already have an amazing one of those. Amazing! Yes. I mean, it works when it works. If this works for Sonic fans, I'm happy for them. I mean, it's just it's just not for me. I mean, my son may, may want to go see it, and that's fine. That. But uh, there's an audience out there for everything, so I'm not going to begrudge it. It just it just didn't it didn't float my boat for sure. I'm I'm with you on that one. Now we have a new Batman. Batman. We we have a new Batman. And. But but it's not the Batman you're thinking we're getting Batman. This is the the DC Titans Batman, and it is uh we'll discuss later. It it is Ian Glenn, uh, Jorah hey, Mormont himself. That guy has my ever 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 lasting love. I, I really like Jorah Mormont as a character, and I really yes. like that actor. Ian, uh, I Ian actually Glenn. saw some pictures today of him being when he was younger. He was a striking young man. <laughs> do you realize, okay, do you realize that uh, in Doctor Who, um, you you, uh, you may not have paid super close attention because if it was Matt If you're fixing to say, oh. Uh, in, in the episode with the angels, uh, Ian Glenn, Jorah Mormont himself, is the leader of the space marines that they run into. Oh, is it the episode where um, uh, River Song's out? Starts yes. it out, they're out the cliffs, yes. and the angels are... Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember him being there, but I know the episode you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, he he's the he's the commander of the Space Marines. Or... Yeah, that guy can do no wrong for me. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think he'll... I think that might pull me over to want to watch some Titans. The, well, now, I, I Titans has a... got some great reviews. You know, even though I'm... Uh, if Batman, blah, blah, yeah, yeah, the shock value. But um, a lot of people who love DC have said that that show is really quality and entertainment. If you love those characters, and hey, I'll check. Uh, it. I think I'll check it I'm out. Not, I'm not paying days. for another service, but if it hits Netflix or you know whatever, I'm going to watch it. Oh, yeah, I can I'll show go you after how it. to watch it. <laughs> I'll, I'll show you how to watch it. Um, yeah. 
uh, I, I'm excited for for this to happen. I think I think it would be awesome to watch him uh, don the cape and cowl, and uh, I, I, I might I might be tempted to watch because of that. Nice. So let's talk about one of our biggest topics this week. Me and you both watched Endgame, but let's talk about some of the results of Endgame. When I looked at it on Sunday, they were estimating. 1.2 billion mm-hmm. and 3.82 million domestic. Sean, what the, actually ended up happening? The the numbers that you see on the screen were taken from Box Office Mojo uh, right before the podcast, and domestically we are sitting at 393 million. With a 1.342 billion take worldwide. Um, it's currently holding 26 different movie records. And mm. and I surely hope that over the next few weeks, we can beat the 2.7 billion of Fern Gully. I mean, Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Avatar. So we're not going to do a spoiler review of Endgame, but we're going to talk about how we felt about it. Sean, if you don't mind, I'll go first. Go, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, going into this movie... Really kind of trepidatious about it because, I mean, how do you top what we already saw? And from the opening of the movie, God bless. I know trailers are a blessing and a curse, but, you know, the moment the movie opened and you saw what you saw, you're like, oh, yep, okay, here we go. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, the opening happened and then the, uh, uh, the surprises you get how quickly something is dispatched and how mm-hmm. quickly we're on to a completely different train and suddenly we're making fun of 80s movies and, um, you know, we're, we're going places we haven't been and we're learning, uh, learning things about people we already knew that... <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was just... It was a roller coaster. And this movie, Sean, I, I, I am not... I don't have hyperbole here when I say this. I screamed, yes, three different times reacting to things that happened in this movie. And one of them is a a comic book moment that is despised because of the context of how it happens. But when it happens in this movie, I I couldn't ask for anything better. I know. I I know the moment you're speaking of. Uh, you know, I, 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 I don't know if you're done. I, I just want to... I loved the pacing. This, for a three-hour and two-minute movie, this was probably one of the most perfectly paced movies I I think I've seen Marvel pull off. Um, there's, there's, there's other Marvel movies that I love, but there's parts in them where I know I can get up and go to the bathroom. There's, there's parts this, you know, uh, before the movie came out, there was an article that said, when can I pee? And they, they didn't go into any super description. They were like, Tony Stark will walk into a room and Pepper Potts is sitting on a couch. They have a discussion and that's your three minute window to go pee. And I didn't even when 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 I realized it was happening, I didn't care. I, I didn't have to use the bathroom. I, I was just like, I don't want to miss a moment of this. I don't want to miss a single minute. Nope. 
not happening. I didn't. I didn't either. Like I, it was. It was there till it was done. I even waited because I didn't know. I was one of the first. I saw it opening night, so I hadn't got the reports of the no, uh, uh, no ending stinger. Right. Um. Which. A spoiler: There is no end credits. Once the credits yeah. are done, it's done. You don't you have can, to stay. You can actually get up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> First time in Marvel history. Um. But dadgummit. I mean they they delivered something. It's. I mean it's, I I, I do have books. a couple of things with the movie I could I could talk about, but I can't without spoiling it. Right. I mean there there are some things I disliked about the movie, but. It's well, it's like well maybe, after after the two hundred things I like about the movie, there's two things that I could dislike. Right. Well, maybe so, next week or the week after, we'll we can do a full blown I spoiler think, cast. I think next week will be fine. I mean, the movie it's going to be at like two billion next week. Everybody has seen it twice. I think a spoiler review next week will be yeah. fine. Well, I think we're going this weekend. Uh, I'm at least I'm gonna go again this weekend. Uh, but uh, let me let me just say my my theater. Um, you know I, I've discussed on here before that I'm particular about my theater audience, and uh, I had probably a ten or eleven year old that was giving us word by word like, "Ha ha, he told a joke. That's funny." Wow. Like he kept giving me this uh color commentary and and the, there was an older gentleman in front of me that his phone rang like out loud volume wise three different times. I asked him to put it on vibrate and he he said he didn't know how. <laughs> but but even with all of that, it was a great audience. They they cheered, they clapped. They stood up in certain parts. There were two or three people that would stand up. It was an experience in itself just oh. to see others. Oh yeah, and, I, I couldn't. I couldn't ask for a better audience that I saw it with. Opening night, nine thirty, middle of Florida, and you know it was a very diverse crowd. Um, and everybody, it was like everybody was in unison. I mean, the parts I screamed, yes. You know, there were 30 other people screaming the same exact thing. There was cheering at certain parts, but it was everybody was cheering. Um, yeah, it, it was it was one of the best movie experiences I've had. Yeah, as part of a crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, you know, with, with all that cheering, I must say, um, at one point, the, uh, the, the, the young man sitting next to me, uh, his dad had to take him out. Cause he was crying so hard. Um, I, I had man tears rolling down my face. I am not going to lie. I'm not going to just give you fluff. I, I am serious. I had probably five or six serious man tears rolling down my face. And I was like, this is stupid. This I, is, yeah. this is stupid. Why this am I movie. doing this? This is a movie. Well, okay. So I, I was, I was okay. I mean, I felt it. In quite a few areas of the movie, but there's a scene, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but um, let's just say it's close to the very end of the movie, and it involves fast food, and I... Uh, uh, I 
Yeah. I, it, it, it was, you know what? That, that there that, was that, a that, wonderful... that was a hammer blow to the face. I mean, well, it was... you know why? Well, because that was a throwback, a perfectly timed throwback to a movie that you have seen 25, 30 times over the past 10 years. And, and it took you back and you realize when, when what is said is said, you're like, you have invested 10 years into this movie here and, and things that take us back to that original movie to, to several of the original movies. You're just, it's incredible. It's an incredible experience. It's an amazing send off to one of the greatest feats we will ever see in cinematic history. Yes, and and one more time, folks. I know you aren't like this, but please do not spoil this for somebody. There, I don't know how on earth it's possible that some of the things I saw in this movie I did not learn already. I did not know a single like, thing. I, like uh, th- there's a certain. There's a certain thing that me and Sean have already talked about because I've already said this, but I could not believe that I had not got that out in in researching stuff for the show, in in the in the pop culture websites I visit, on the social media I have. Nobody let that get out, and I, thank you to everybody who was a part of that. Yeah, um, definitely don't spoil it. You you seen in in Hong Kong, China. Uh, a guy came out of the theater and was yelling a bunch of spoilers, and apparently the crowd that was waiting to go in uh, proceeded to kick their living crap out of him. <laughs> well, I mean, you always get what you deserve. So That's absolutely correct. Um, Avengers Endgame. Go see it five times. Let's, so, Sean, let's... this looks like the tables have turned. Oh, we both have a huge thanks for local hall. Before I talk about my piddly stuff, I want to I want to talk about thank you Anthony. Rick texted me a couple weeks ago, "Hey, what what's your address?" I shoot you my address. When when I wake up for night shift and there's a package and you know, who's this? I I don't know, you got a package today. I open it up and there is a Star Wars celebration t-shirt in there. From Anthony, I, I am taken back. I cannot believe that that you know it, it's. This is what the third time, the third time that we've received something from somebody that listens to to us, and it, it's just stuff like that means more to me than than anything else, and that is just incredible. Um, thanks so much, Anthony. Star Wars Celebration T-shirt. I I could not believe it. Yes, you know, uh, just everything coming out of that was so exciting to see that there was somebody there. Even more exciting knowing uh, a friend of ours was there, and then out of the blue, boom, Anthony. Thank you so much. Absolutely incredible. But local local hall. Uh, I got my Galaxy Buds. They uh they came in before May fifth. I I got them. I've had them uh you know a little over a week and a half now, and let me say um after a little tinkering and a little playing on Reddit, 
If anybody out there is thinking about getting the Galaxy Buds, they're absolutely incredible. I I I know that there's people out there that are like, oh, but they're too quiet. They don't get loud enough. Let me tell you what a little detective work on Reddit taught me about these. And this is just a, a tip of the day for, for anybody that may already have a set of Galaxy Buds and doesn't know this. Play a song on your phone. Turn your phone's volume down to where it's fairly low. And turn the volume up all the way max on your buds. And let me tell you, if you can make it past halfway volume on your phone, then then I'm deaf. I'm deaf as a doornail. And it was like, I need to back these off. They are plenty loud. The, uh, you know, I, I would say this. Uh, I only recommend them for Samsung devices. There are a lot of perks with them that you only get with owning a Samsung device. Um, if you were to use them on an iPhone, you you just get plain Jane Bluetooth earbuds. That that's that's all they are. You what what you have on your phone is what you can do with them. But if you have a Samsung device, they are absolutely incredible. I've loved my Galaxy Buds. I keep the case on a wireless charger at work, and when when I'm not using them on break, I just throw them in that case and walk off. And I've never had the battery go low in this time let me tell you i've i've put in some hours on these things already and the 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 different grips that they have the different buds they have i've i've absolutely loved them uh definitely for me worth the uh you know the the they cost 130 bucks and i let me for anybody that just goes to YouTube and they're like, Galaxy Buds, like I did. You went to a YouTube channel and you want to see a review. There's a lot of people that are are negative on them, but they give these like really critical reasons. Like, well, the base isn't to the point that I would like it to be for this, this, and this. You're, you're getting a $130 AKG earbuds, you know, you're you're not buying some Seinhausers. You're not spending the money on the the high end Sony. I, I think the reviewers expect more out of them than than what you're you're truly getting. You know, uh, I totally worth the money uh, for for what they are, and I I absolutely have loved my Galaxy Buds so far. Um, and also, right before the podcast, I checked the mail. I had ordered uh, probably five or six weeks ago. Uh, you know, I have my uh, my Rode Go mic for my camera and stuff. And I wanted a dead cat for it, and it finally came in. So I have a, I have a nice, really nice-looking dead cat uh, that I put it on my microphone right before the podcast. And I love that thing. I can't wait to... Uh, test it out and see how it works in a windy condition so that that's all i have that's all i have that's my uh that's my local hall for this week um oh what did i did i did you get anything in florida did you get a souvenir get a magnet shot glass well actually i got a nice water bottle um that i've been using and i've drank nothing but water the past two days and uh that's awesome let me think let me think. 
Nah, he I didn't get nothing. I he didn't get nothing. Oh, I haven't got anything for for the for the uh, probably the first time ever for the first time ever. Well, I'm, I'm sure I, I got so no. I you ain't got a dick or no, something. Let me that. just have no, this. I talked about that. Let me just have this one. Let me just have this one. All right, you got right. it. I'm done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, uh, my friend, we uh, we we may wrap up this episode right here if you don't have anything else to say because oh, I got plenty to say, but it's after yeah, after we're it's, done. It's some Game of Thrones stuff. So, uh, Rick, where can where can people find you on social media? You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can hit us up anytime at not so southern gentleman at gmail.com that's right um i'm on instagram at maynard 98 i'm still doing fairly good job about posting on there regularly you can uh dm me there uh like guess like rick said hit us up on facebook that is that is a great way to get in touch with us but i do enjoy the email i know there's an email joel i read your email and we'll we'll have to we'll have to discuss that uh we can discuss of, it in the after yeah in the after with the game of thrones stuff we we will definitely get that discussed for not so southern gentlemen i'm sean i am rick james b you, you know i, I want to sign off this week by saying no i can't do it i can't <laughs> i can't do it what about I, my legs charlie murphy no, 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 no. Rather than my normal sign off, I was going to say, I love you 3,000. That's rough. That's rough. That's ending it. We're cut. That's it. We're done. We're out. Okay. This is the Game of Thrones spoiler section. We missed last week, so we have two episodes to talk about. Now, I don't want to skip over last week's episode because, Sean, I've never, never had a happier episode of Game of Thrones. You know, it, it was table setting for this week, but oh my God, the things we got out of that last episode. And and not to meme the song by Podrick, but I mean Podrick nailed it. I mean that was a uh, that was a Mary from Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, and I actually listened to that song today on my uh, Pandora. Yeah, Ginny uh, Ginny of Old Stone. It, it played on my Pandora today uh, from Florence in the Machine. Oh, you know, you know, people started covering that immediately. Well, um, I absolutely loved it. It it was it was great. I I showed Michelle. Michelle loves. Uh, she listens to Florence and the Machine. So when the episode was over, I was like, I don't want you to watch this music video because you aren't going to know what's going on here. But listen to this song because, yeah, that that episode there. Oh my goodness, dude. I mean, let's let's just talk about the high points. The the dr- the drinking by the fire. The group, oh. I think we'll all live whenever they're talking. So, <laughs> Tormund, I would I knight you Tormund. ten times. <laughs> if I were a king, you don't need a king. And, oh, my God, it, I knew it was coming. I was like, oh, 
He's not. Yes. <laughs> Jamie Lannister, you, you, every. He, he has done more redemption. Like, his journey of redemption, if he completes it, if he completes it, it will be absolutely incredible. Well, knighting Brienne, uh, um, yeah, knighting Brienne, Brienne of was, yeah. you know, a, emotional. A, something I didn't know that I needed. And they gave it to me, and I was so. Happy. I mean, it. You're thinking about so much, so much, and that plays into this episode, this last episode as well. You're thinking about so much other, so many other things that are going on. Mm-hmm. That when that comes to the forefront, you're like, oh, oh my God, no, are you, is this what we're doing? This is amazing. Yeah. And the look on her face. I know it's goofy, but that's how people look when something that. You've wanted your whole life. And maybe you didn't know you yeah. wanted your whole life. But, I mean, that's just a beautiful moment in that show. And and, and people undersold it by saying, oh, you know, they're doing, it's the big episodes next week. I think last week's episode was just as big. Not as impactful, oh. but, I mean, just as big. It was a great episode. Yeah, the, the reveal of the information to Danny uh, about, you know, John... Or Aegon Targaryen. Right. Aegon. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Arya gets gets down and dirty with Gendry. Oh, my gosh. So, let's talk about that a minute. Uh, You know, everybody did, and everybody complained and everything. We we know know why. Well, you know it. You you do know why. I mean, you've seen this actress grow up from 12 years old to 22 years old. And, yes. you know, suddenly she's on screen doing things as an adult and you saw her as, you know, a child. It's yeah. it is uncomfortable. But how you're not used to Game of Thrones doing things that are uncomfortable. I have no clue. Well, I mean, I don't I don't know what you're doing. Probably some of that. If there's in, if there's anything, it, it's it doesn't help the fact that Maisie Williams is small in stature as it is. There, there's just a lot of. I read a lot of comments that I was like, "Where do you get like people type some stuff on the internet about different people that I'm just like, wow, would you say that you keyboard cowboy? Like there, there's some <laughs> people that are just like, I was really taken back when when the episode ended when that episode was done. I thought nothing of it. I, I really didn't give it a second thought. Well, and me neither. Me neither until I got online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I thought, you know, the same Curtis. thing. You know, this is a show that's had, you know, it, it, it opens with a child being almost killed because a brother and sister are doing a thing. And then it has one of the most favorite favorite characters, not yours, but, uh, you know, uh, and having Theon watch this horrible thing happen. And, you know, how are we shocked at this point, that's my question. <laughs> how yeah. are we? How are you not knowing this show is going to do this kind of thing to you? But eh, it's fine. I, I was fine with it. Um, another, I had something, and then we went on that. Let me think. Um, blah 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 blah. Oh, the opening with Jamie talking to Daenerys Ooh. was Ooh. frightening. Ooh. 
I I thought I thought we were about to lose one of our warriors. I was like, oh, he well yeah he because he it. stood his ground. Like whenever Sansa spoke up that first time, he stood his ground say and said, you know, I'm sorry, but not we sorry. We were at war. I was we were at war. I was defending my family. I'd so, do the same thing again. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> it, it, just a just an incredible episode that one and yeah, and, then, and I was. Like I said, that that was one of the... That's probably the highest point this show has had for me. Uh, uh, I've watched pieces, and I've rewatched that episode twice. Mm-hmm. And I've watched bits and pieces of that episode, I can't tell you how many times, getting ready for this week's episode. Yeah. It was a good thing you enjoyed last <laughs> week's episode with, with happiness and, and a full heart, because... Oh, everybody knew this was coming. I mean, this, everybody... This this Everybody, week. this was end game weekend, and they told us this is this is where it's at, boys. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're all like, "Oh God, what are we what are we doing here?" Uh, because uh, the the battle for Winterfell. Um, you you know, I uh, just just before we jump into the episode, I, I seen that it was like um, uh, eleven weeks filming this uh, scene or this episode. Um, there were like something like 1,800 horses used. Uh, there were like 1,200 crew people that were just there for like set stuff, like 1,200. And, and I think they said the battle was, it finally beat the number of people for the battle of Helm's Deep. So it is the largest battle scene in any, movie or TV show that we have seen up to this point. And it was amazing. It was epic. I mean, from the moment, you know, things get rock. I mean, like, so that first 10 minutes of just pure dread and tension. Well, I mean, you have, you see Melisandre come out of the darkness and, you know, light the swords and you're like, oh, yeah, let's do this. And then we do this and you see all of those swords, all of those lights go out. Poor Dothraki. The Dothraki are gone. Like. No, some of them made it back. Some of them made it back because Jorah yeah. made it back and they were running. So, they you know, were I don't know. There's some. Too. Don't get me wrong. There's some Dothraki somewhere. <laughs> There may not be many. There's not they're many. Like, no, they're like Saiyans. There's they're, not many. Yeah, there, there's a Goku uh, uh, yeah, and the, a Vegeta yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but they are they the Dothraki are wow. Oh, but the way and, they portrayed that battle, like so, the second line uh, being yeah. uh, the the Unsullied, and the way they stood their ground no matter what was, you know, true to this way the story, to, but you get to see them fight. And that was great. I mean, a lot of Unsullied made it, actually, if yeah. you look at it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, uh, you know, the defenses, they have to fall back. They like the trenches. That scene with Melisandre in the trenches, I really had some tension there. Because I, I didn't think it was going to light. <laughs> she yeah, didn't either. Yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I was like, oh crap! She's she's struggling in her faith. I believe that was a moment where she was. It is this real? It is you know like she was praying hard. <laughs> she yeah, well, this. that's I've liked the way they've always portrayed. So the Lord of Lights, you know, the gods in in Game of Thrones, 
uh, they've always portrayed the God, uh, the the Lord of Light as kind of what kind of mood he's in. Like it doesn't always happen. <laughs> like she's had things that she couldn't do before, and there's been other places where you know this would have really helped out, but just nothing happened. You know, like mm-hmm. early episodes were like, yeah, there isn't much magic going on here. But now there is a lot of magic in the world, and uh, gosh dang it, that was so great. But whenever, so let's start the second wave. Is there anything you want to talk about in that first part? Uh, just not, not, not at the first part. No, we, we we've covered okay. that. Um, yeah, the uh, so whenever you see the Night King, and oh. you know he's on the he's on uh, uh Viserion. Viserion. Yeah. And he somehow created the snowstorm coming in, which nobody thought about. And I was like, oh, oh, no, <laughs> this is going to suck. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he does his thing and you don't know what he's doing. But, you know, all the all the whites are standing outside the fire and then they just start funneling into the fire. And they're like, what the hell? What are they doing? Oh, and then I'm like, Manbridge. oh, God. And Sarah's like, what? What? <laughs> I'm like, they're. They're they're building bridges out of out of people, and you know, and, and here it comes, and they just start coming over, and you're like, ah, but uh, dude, the the dragon fight, the dragon fight. Oh my gosh, I, you know the the moments where uh, Ragel and Drogon are above the clouds, and they're just like kind of hanging there for a minute. That was. That was movie quality stuff. That's what I friggin' love about Game of Thrones is you get such high quality from HBO and Game of Thrones. And I was just like, this is incredible. I want to be watching this episode in a theater right now. Yeah. And it, it's just, there's so many things that happen in that episode where I was just like, this is, this is, this is larger than than a lot of stuff that's happened in Game of Thrones. This is huge. This is, it, it was just a lot to take in. Um, I'm going to have to watch that episode. I, I just watched it last night. Last night was the first time I've had a chance to watch it. So I, I'm definitely So you're fresh. You're it. raw. I'm fresh, man. And, and like I told you, when when the battle started, that first 10 minutes, I'm sitting in my chair. I had a, I had a nice glass of sweet tea beside me. I'm sitting there chilling, and I'm like, here that opening with the dread and the the tension, but the moment the battle started, I I stood up and I paced the entire movie, just back and forth in, in the movie in the episode in front of the TV. Now you say it's, it was a movie. It's fine. Yeah, it was an hour and a half long movie. Um, how how did you like the the pacing from all the action outside, and then every now and then we get to see. Inside the crypt, um, it was it was good. Um, Ooh. you know, let's uh, the battle. There's battles going on the whole time. I mean, that's in scope. It is definitely overkill. I mean, it's just constant. Everything's everywhere. People are left and right. Their bodies everywhere. You know, it is. You get a true sense of a a melee battlefield and, and fighting in a castle, and you know, it's. It's just huge and amazing. But then they start concentrating on the character stories going on at that moment. Mm. So, uh, 
let's let's save the big one for last. We'll talk about hers last. Yeah. So the well, story that was going on in the crypt with um ma- mainly Sansa. Tyrion and Sansa. Yes. I really like how that was resolved. I you, really like how they came to terms with each other. And for, for a moment there, I th- I thought we were going to get a little uh, Romeo and Juliet thing going on, you know? <laughs> yeah, a little Hey, this is it. Ha ha ha. Well, you know, I, you know I, it was it was a little bit of a little bit of trust was earned between, you know, he always treated her with respect. She, you know, never saw anything you know, he, he she was able to see beyond the monster he's supposed to be that, yeah. you know, she's been told he was. And, you know, he's a truly decent guy to inside. You know, he treated her well and they come together. And, and and it is a very nice moment, you know, as as chaos starts to erupt in the crypts, you know, literally. And um, so John, who has been dismounted from Rhaegal... Um, because he's dead. Ah, <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not stated. He just he had he you know he, he fought. He had some scratches. You don't nobody... think that crash landing killed him? Yeah, well, it didn't kill John. Well, it might have killed Regal though. <laughs> oh my gosh! Come on now. I worry about that. I... Well, it's possible. It's possible, yeah. but I I don't think so. I think he I think he went off to lick his wounds. Um, I hope so. But so John lands, and there's the Night King. Yeah, and you know, John knows that this is it. You know, and just starts coming, starts coming, and the Night King senses him coming, and raises his arms, and you know, everybody, Such a dick move, everybody. Yeah, he's not gonna because the Night King knows about John and the prophecy. Yeah. Um. You know, and he he just runs. I mean, he doesn't have to fight him. You know, he he's yeah. gonna he's gonna be killed by thousands of, you know, undead and whites. Yeah. And but I love the fact that the crypt starts erupting with bodies. He he didn't. The Night King didn't mean to do that. I mean, he just raised the dead that was around him, and you know, they're dead in the crypt. So. I mean, it, it wasn't something intentional. It's just, oh, God, we're here and this has happened. <laughs> Which everybody knew it was coming. I, I know it wasn't a surprise. I'm just saying I like the way that they did it as a side effect of what was going on. Not, you know, somebody, just, he went, ah, everybody in the crypt arise, you know. Right. Uh, dude, let, let me just say for my my favorite warrior of that night, what one one of my favorites okay. is. Well, are you are you going are you going the final? I'm, no, <laughs> or are no. you going? Okay, I, I, I'm I'm staying in the castle. Right, we're still right. in the castle. All right, let's go. Let's and and we're gonna talk about the honorable and great death of little Liana Mormont. Oh, okay. You went completely different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Juan Juan uh, back as a as a uh, white was, you know, oh damn it, <laughs> oh damn it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I was hoping that she stayed, but she went out uh, uh, like a boss. In, a, in a blaze of glory. Yeah, yeah. You know, she she stabs him with the dragon glass just as he crushes her, and uh, you know, 
Dadgummit. I hate to see that. And I, and that relates to something else we're about to talk about here in a minute. But uh, it, it was a great way for a great character to go out. And I read that Weiss and... Uh, what, what's the other name? DB... Well, anyway, the writers of the show, originally she was a throwaway character. Yeah. Like she was, she was supposed to be scene. on screen 10 minutes. That was it. But she had such a great response. So, everybody loved her so much that they worked her back into the show. And I'm so happy they did. Yeah. I, I, I am, you know, there's so many times that I refer back to. Uh, I'll see somebody acting cowardly or whatever, and I want to be like, I would love to see them say that to Liana Mormont, you know. I and mean, that, that character moment that she had in the last episode, not to not to tr- go back too far, but that last episode with her and Jorah, where he's, you know, pleading with her to go to the crypts to be safe. He, she's the, you know, she's the heir to the house. You know, he's going to be out. He knows that he'll he will probably die. And he wants her to be safe. She's like, no, I'm a fighter. I will fight for my people. This We will meet our ends together. Right. You know, just, they didn't betray the character. I mean, that's who she was. And oh, I, I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It was, it was sad to see her go, but man, what a way to go out for... For for a little girl, she was a true uh, ruler of Bear Island. Like so, incredible. Speaking of little girls, let's start. Whew. Let's start with Arya fighting in the castle, which was amazing. We got to see the part where yeah. she's flipping around the the bow staff or the spear, and that was great. You know, and then she takes a hit and she's ooh. dazed. And you're like, ooh. That and hurt. To, at the same time, you've got Beric and, uh, you know, the, the the hound is flipping out. You know, there's fire all around. There's dead all around. You know, he's he's about to lose it. He's in PTSD hell right now. <laughs> Pretty much, you know. Yeah. And then Beric, you know, uh, uh, she makes it, uh, Arya makes it to the roof and is being chased by whites. And Beric reminds, you know, the hound that, hey, there she is. Is she worth dying for? You know, and yeah. they both go and they defend her and dadgummit. Let me ah, dadgummit. I, I, loved... I wanted. Go ahead. No, go. Oh, I, I was just going to say before you jump into where I know you're going with this, I loved the Aria zombies scene. Like, Oh, yes. The library scene. Yes. yes. Because she know it, it just it, I was like, I'm in a horror movie now. This is the way a horror movie is, you know. You're, you're, you're in the room, and you don't want all the zombies to hear you because you know that if they hear you, you're gonna get overwhelmed. So, I was just like, the, I, I just thought that scene was so well done. And yes. then, uh, and uh, and for, and for to... and that scene leads into something else later. But let's talk about. So she yes. gets out of that library. She's being chased again. Here come Beric and the Hound to the rescue to defend her. Uh, mm. Beric, you know, takes takes a hit, gets yeah. one, takes a couple more, and then tells him to go on, and he barricades the door with his own body being stabbed and stabbed and stabbed. And they finally pull him in and close the door and get it locked and sealed. And Beric you find out why he was brought back six times by the Lord of Light. It It was for that moment. For that moment. And it was absolutely wonderful. 
and I, I know missed he was that one character. I know he, he was. was one of your favorites. Dude, he honestly so. was. Um, but well, let's let's say was for now because that when they lock the room, they turn around and guess who is in the room with them? Melisandre. Melisandre. Now this hasn't been brought up, but the guy who's been brought back six times is dead in the room with the red woman who is a priestess yeah. of the Lord of Light. Now, they never show anything later on. We'll get to that. But I'm just saying, they were in the room together for quite a long time. Uh, because You're what happens then... You're hoping she brought him back. I'm just saying it's possible. I, I'm not saying she okay. did. I'm just saying it's possible. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they're in the room together, and the red woman approaches Arya and tells her, you know, remember what I said to you a long time ago? And... You know, Arya's pretty shaken up, but then she says, what do you what say do to say? the god of death? You know, that, that famous serial line. And she gets this look on her face and leaves the room. You don't know what where she's going. Like, what what is she doing? Where is she going? What What is she on mission for now? And so we cut back to John. Misdirection. <laughs> cut back to John. John's, you know, trying to get through... Uh, he's got to fight Viserion or get past him somehow. Bran is in the, you know, in the Weirwood where he was told that where Theon's defending him and the and, and uh, the Ironborn are there and they're fighting the Whites and everything. And they get down to it. And here comes the Night King. Stroll after yeah. after Danny full on Drogon fire breaths the Night King. No effect. Yeah. Yeah. Not a scratch. Uh, yeah. The Night King just and, strolls up in there with his homies. And yeah. Theon's the only one left. Yeah. Stories and, of redemption. Yeah, um, I mean, like, the last episode, you know, where Theon shows up and, and asks Sansa if, if you know, he could come defend Winterfell. You know, very, very emotional moment. Uh, several people I talked to just said they just, they cried. I was like, well, I didn't. I mean, it was a great moment, but yeah, you know. But here, here he is. He's the only thing standing between Bran and the Night King, and Bran tells him, you know, thank you, Theon. You're you're, you're, you're a good, good man. man. And Theon knows in that moment what's about to happen. We know what's about to happen, but he 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 goes forward anyway, you know. And that's the definition of a hero, you know. Whatever the uh, odds, just, you you move forward. Yeah. And what uh, absolutely, a uh, you know, the- Theon Greyjoy, uh, total story of redemption. The y- you talk about the worst, the the crappiest end of the stick for for somebody in Game of Thrones that no. that lived no from season one to to up to current. I. There's a couple. There's a couple that there you could debate, but he lived a pretty horrible life for the for that for the seven or eight seasons that we've we've followed his story. And a hero's death is totally worthy of Theon Greyjoy. I absolutely loved it. So the biggest thing of the episode so we're, where we're at right now yeah so the night king is here and bran is there 
there's, there's nothing between them. John yeah. is John is is nowhere you know, near. Stuck. Well, no, he's pretty near. I mean, he's only like probably 20, 30 yards away, but he's in a different part of the castle under he's fire from get a dragon. A giant dragon, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, Danny. Uh, don't know where is da- oh yeah uh, well we haven't talked about Danny being yeah. dismounted and and f- having to pick up a sword and fight off whites herself with Jora coming to her side and as always where he, he he's he he wanted he's to be been. yeah the, the man who's loved her the most the entire time yes and goes down fighting and we say goodbye to Jorah Mormont. And that was heartbreaking. And Dude, even so even wrong. more so when you realize that Drogon also is mourning. Because yeah. he's known him his whole life as well. Yeah. Uh, it's just so rough. that The loss of Jorah Mormont, you know. We, before, before we wrap up, we, we can go through a full list of... I believe those that passed, but but that look. I, I want to know what do you think the look is? What what is the that that moment where Bran and the Night King just kind of nod at each other? They share a nod. If you notice, like the Night King, even like I think he opens his white eyes even more so. There's a there's a nod there. There's a connection there. There's still more to be learned even though the next scene takes place. Well, you know, it, it's it's part of Game of Thrones. I mean, I I don't know, but I mean that the best thing they did was that that surprise reveal. I mean, they they only tipped the hat, no, no. They only tipped the hat just before when you you come up on a third person perspective of one of the white walkers and his hair just brushes, and he just turns his head just a little, and the Night King's reaching for his sword, and out of the fog you hear and see Arya coming down on him with the dagger. And that, I'm getting chills talking about it, you know, that's an amazing moment. And then he turns around and catches her mid-jump, and you're like, ah! But then she performs the knife drop that she had done with Brienne... Right in the chest. And bam. Noah's aura high. <laughs> the prophecies are are full of crap. That was a lie. Winter is over. Oh my god! Because the Night King is dead. Amazing moment as the wave of of they all start dropping. Dro- uh, Viserion just falls to pieces. Ah, ah! <laughs> what an exhilarating what? moment. I mean, just the... So, everything else in the episode is filmed... You know, it's very... Filmatic, Dark. but... The slow motion, her coming out of the fog... Above him... Is just a scene that's going to be in my mind for the rest of my life. That was yeah. amazing. And a great a great piece of film. If that should have yeah. been on a movie screen. Yes. Yes, I agree. Oh, you know, you know, man, I, I can, I could, I could talk on and on about this, but there's, there's more episodes coming. We still have four episodes left for, for the battle of the, 
for the three. Battle of the Iron. Three episodes. There's only six. I thought there were seven. No, there's seven hours. There's six episodes. Oh. Okay, so three more episodes. <laughs> but uh, the best part that I learned after was in the episode before, Tyrion mentions, I think we all live. <laughs> and every person in that room <laughs> lived. I love it. I love it. We we get to see, but but dude, uh, you know, uh, Jorah Mormont, Lyanna Mormont, three Theon Greyjoy, uh, Beric, um, the other Brotherhood guy yeah. that saved Sam. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of his name, and I feel terrible for it because he was awesome as well. Oh uh, well, let no, me bring up something I dislike no, about Sandra. this episode. Let me bring up the the most poignant sore thumb thing about this episode Sam lived I I don't have a problem with Sam living I love Sam where Sam was and what Sam was doing and what was going on around Sam should have been dead should have been dead he had a lot of people should have been no dude no that would be like me walking into a war zone with professional soldiers all around me. I am dead. I can shoot a gun. I am not trained to be in a war zone. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, but but I'm so glad he made it. I I would have I would have hated it for Gilly and little Sam. Like it would have just been awful. Eh, I'm I'm ready for next episode already. I'm ready. I am as well. Bring so, it on. That's it. That wraps us up for this week. Um, we'll we'll try to get the next episode out. Yes. Right after and, the next uh, episode of Game of Thrones, and um, and and who knows. And Joel, shoot us another email, and we'll wrap all of that into next week's episode. Absolutely. Sean. So, uh, hey, I've already done a wrap up, so I'll just say, see you later. See okay. you later. All right. See you later. Talk to you later. All right. I guess I'll finish. Bye. Okay. Bye.